If we take a medicine wheel, a tradition utilized in ceremony by particular North American native tribes, but not all, it's extended out to many tribes as a translation point. Where did it begin? From which tribe? Which person? Friend, enemy, knower of truth? See, we, we come into this point of argument. Who said so? How do they know this? What did he know? Who was she? We have a medicine wheel and all across North America, men, women, people, elders, youth, of many, many diverse tribes with all kinds of chapters in their history of kindness and cruelty, the keeping of slaves, some of them being enslaved themselves, gorgeous mystical gifts and gifts of beauty and artistry and warriorship and nobility and capacities of resilience and understanding that have formed the very core of who I am as an adult human being. I am so grateful. Unsought, people from various tribes where I worked came to my door and offered to feed me, house me, clothe me, teach me how to survive a winter, how to be with a difficult adolescent, how to be vulnerable when they needed me beside them as one of their elders died and would not come out except for me, the stranger in the village, because I worked with the grandchildren. She was somehow able to let me come into her home the day after her husband died. There is a place where light is received and the silence which becomes the sound and then the atomic creation of one of ourselves, which comes from two people. The two become one, and that is you. You come of the light and sound and creation that is your mother. You come from or of the light and sound and creation that is your father, and then there's you. You're not one ego, it's me, this is what I think. The two are one, fusion. Beyond all atomic weapons, you come from that unity. And then you meet another human being. And rather than saying, I'm here, and he or she or they are here, who are they? I go, oh, that one who is of unity from heaven, from the light of the cosmos, which I would call the light of God. But so many secular humanists will say, well, I don't really believe this and I don't really believe that. So whatever one believes, one still comes from light and sound and creation beyond any of our understanding mysterious. It would behoove us in respect to pay attention to that direction from which all 
non-believers of any faith or any respect come. Uh, I respect that. It would behoove us to respect that translation point. And then something begins to occur where we are in relationship to the we that we come from. Oh, we were conceived and born and last breath into present breath into next breath of unity. Hopefully through love and reverence and relationship of harmonics and sometimes of argument and fighting or violence. And yet it behooves us to respect another living being in front of us at this moment. And who are you of union, beautiful or difficult or tragic, that we, you and I, might remember the greater unity we come from, so mysterious to us. Breathe and pray and practice to virtuously embody that now and every breath forward. In all directions, and always in the direction of our own pathway, and in prayer and regard for the direction of all other human beings, all other sentient beings, all other forms of life, all other aspects of creation. The medicine wheel gives us a capacity of this. A person can create one in their backyard, they can draw one on paper, they can hold one internally within themselves. There are forms in South Asian tradition from the coastal areas all around Southeastern and Southern Asia, into parts of the Middle East, all the way up into the Hindu Kush and Himalayan ranges of yantras, of homas, of forms being drawn or painted or composed with rice powder at the threshold of one's door in the morning by the women of the family, the men if there are not women, or a neighboring woman, or a relative coming from down the street to form a living prayer with rice flour as the day begins. When we carry this, it is not only symbolic, but we have maybe constructed with rocks or come into a place that's very beautiful in native tradition villages. An outsider might not be allowed to enter that area. But we come into a circle, a configuration of something really that is holographic in all directions above, below, in front of me, behind me, and to each side, or facing the dawn to the east, facing the south, the direction of youth and innocence and new birth, facing the west, the direction through which the day ends as the sun goes down into the horizon, that of maturity, old age, 
the north, the direction of strength, wisdom. In the northern hemisphere, the direction of winter and snowfall. In the southern hemisphere, the opposite. What occurs when we exist with respect and we allow this quality of responsibility, we begin to cause relationship with that which we come from, from the heavens, from within ourselves, from science, from history. So that before and beyond any of our intellectual beliefs, we exist. We are conceived and born beyond any of our understanding. And then this mysterious state exists within us and we try to control it. We try to possess it completely so that we know ourselves, this is me. And we try to take up more and more space with that until, as I said in the, in the last class of this retreat, 45,000 policemen and women were called foreign in France. Why didn't we just take care of France, all of us? This doesn't help Nile. It doesn't help his mother, Munia. It doesn't help the policeman who shot Nile or the other policeman who was with that gentleman. It doesn't help the two young gentlemen who were in the vehicle with Nile or his father, whose name we don't publicly know. Didn't help anyone. Didn't help you. Didn't help me. And now there will be French school children where there won't be enough money for books or the sidewalk in front of their school to be repaired because we are all responsible for the hatred. I hate you. Well, I hate you back. I hate you more. No, I hate you more. Let's just kill each other. The planet Gaia screams at us. Why not? Just blow her up. She's out of time. The human race is out of time for such behavior. And I say this as a mystic because I observe one of the World Cup players, Mbappe, state how, how his heart was broken at what his France was going through his adopted country, for whom he has played soccer or football so lovingly, as have many other men. No safe streets to play soccer on today. No, we're too busy hating and killing each other. And it just shows the absolute lack of respect we have for reality. Your breath is in my hands, and my breath is in your hands. We face the coming day. It is already morning on the other side of the world. May every human being in his, her, or their next breath be a blessing to the memory of Nile M. Murzuk. May the breath of every human being at this moment, from all eternity historically, to this moment 
toward the next breath into all eternity be a blessing to the two policemen who tragically stopped his vehicle as part of their work as he raced illegally without a license with all kinds of things against the law racing down the bus lines and yet they stopped and one of them shot him right in the chest with a semi-automatic weapon. May our breath resolve those two men from eternity in this moment into eternity. That the atoms, every single atom of the land of Paris and all of its suburbs be remembered as blessed. be breathed upon and walked upon as blessed, sanctified ground. That place of the Parisi people conquered by the Romans. Their old temples dedicated to their own concepts of that which they held sacred. Taken over by the Romans and dedicated to the goddess Diana in Sansulpice Plaza where there's still a beautiful fountain channeled up through the spring which underlies the earth there naturally. Taken over by the Roman Empire into the Christian empires. Becoming Catholicized with crucifixes and images of Jesus. And yet the same water arises in Sansulpice. The very favorite area noted by my younger brother Peter, breath of my breath, born of the same mother. As he and I traveled there many years ago, he turned to me and said, of all the places we've seen, this is my favorite. May the quality of heaven in the water of Sansulpice and the River Seine and the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of northwestern and western France and in the humidity in the atmosphere, the ponds and streams be remembered of heaven so that each breath any person in France takes holds an aisle to be remembered in justice, that we find an answer beyond the fission of our egos and our nuclear weapons and our arguments in warfare and our ridiculously vain concepts of the modern life into the remembrance that I is of we. I am born of mother, father, as are you. Oh, we meet. Something greater than I always meets in another human being and ourselves. When we are vulnerable to allowing the truth of that mystery 
we are of the direction of heaven, remembered. Then, if we are able to responsibly take a breath, the next moment becomes a prayer and practice of that light and silence, becoming sight and sound and perception and life through ourselves, yours and mine, together. And our path begins to be one self-evident, a medicine wheel of all the earth, begun on the Ile Saint-Louis or Nanterre. Then we turn to the south, the Mediterranean Sea, and we remember all of the hundreds of people who tragically died there these last days and weeks. Many on boats, which will never be found, a boat with three people or eight that didn't make it. And from the large boat, which sailed and tragically sank, we face the south and our next breath fortified by the breath we have taken and breathed responsibly, lovingly, ensemble, together for Niall M. Murzuk. We breathe for each soul who died on that boat, the children who were held in the hold, the men, women, people throughout the boat, those who survived, those who pushed others out of the way so that they might survive and sacrifice the others, those who nobly tried to save as many as they could. We take a breath, remembering the mystery they all come from the mystery we all come from. We allow that body as we exhale to be at peace with the imperfections in those who died and those who lived and ourselves. As we breathe, we are aware of our own body's tendency to want to live In respect, we allow that, the quality that we are willing to be responsible, breathing, enacting a virtuous way as best we are able in prayer and practice forward in our lives. As we breathe, we realize we are also willing to be responsible to allow others to breathe and to hold in alignment as holy family that all of the people affiliated with the boat, those who died, those who lived, those who were refugees, 
those who were captors, enslavers, those who were first responders, imperfect, yet heroic, reactive, and responsive. They may have welcomed the refugees, they may have hated the refugees, but by God, many people were saved and many people were not. Many parts of you or I are loved and many parts are not. Begetting a war out of our egos is so vain and ridiculous at this time on the earth. Please let go of all the places where you are too vain to allow the paths of the entire human race beside yours equally in dignity. Let go of the vanity of self-hatred or self-importance, which does not allow you to breathe equitably, gracefully, of the light and sound of heaven through you, the breath of God through you, the Holy Spirit, whatever we wish to call those two words in any spiritual tradition or in the medicine wheel. As we turn respectfully, remembering the past of these lives now no longer on the earth and the lives of those who cause death but are still on the earth. We breathe with them as part of our holy family. And the first responders, caretaking. We breathe with them as holy family. And the survivors, Munia, Nal's mother, we breathe with her. I don't want her at war with the human race. Burning down Paris is not thinking any more kindly of other people's sons than we would want for her own if we could bring him back. May we care for all the boys and men and girls and young women and people of all of Paris and of all of France and all of the world. May we be responsible and live beyond violence. You who come from two, who come from mystery. I, who come from two, who come from mystery. Beyond all nuclear weapons, oh, we come from fusion. How did we not remember that? Well, please remember it now. So in your heart, your spiritual heart, as you go forward, allow a way that a medicine wheel or a manner of turning to the morning, the dawn, and the day, and the evening and the night, and the east and the west and the south and the north, and the conceptions and pregnancies and infancies and youths and middle years and elder years and old age of all human beings find a way as holy family for you and for me. When we are responsible in such a way we are moved 
to receive a capacity for the future for this man and that woman beside us. I had someone hold a door for me yesterday and I observed him. I walked quite slowly with a cane and he just held the door for a long time for me as I came forward. It's just very beautiful being with his capacity to wait for me. I, he's like etched in my soul. We might say all he did was open the door. But as he breathed and was present with the late afternoon and early evening of a summer night, we were part of one another's day. Our paths crossed in a threshold of grace. And he utilized his youthful strength to care for my waning physical strength. My spiritual strength beside him is unshakable in God, like my grandmother Anna's beside me. He and I together form holy family. There is a reason why our paths crossed yesterday. The door he opened is tall, two stories tall, huge door at a large social venue. I could have opened the door, but it would have been difficult for me. And he brought ease. He brought the direction of eternity to my breath and now to yours. What is his name? He is part of the holy family of Nile and the policeman who shot Nile. And we are to find the way to remember home and live here to help show other young boys now being born how to remember home more peacefully, with respect, with the direction of the sacred, to the sacred that all beings directed to the earth here form a home here on the earth of cities, villages, countrysides, wherein we learn to take care of that which is the divine in you, in me. And rather than fighting over what's happened, we restore Paris again. We restore the shores of the Mediterranean again. We restore the places from where the refugees came, Pakistan, Tunisia, Libya. So that if someone says to me, well, his mother in Libya is grieving, I go, I, well, and now she has to take care of her work in Libya. I cannot carry her and her homework, but I am right beside her. I cannot do her work. She must breathe and be responsible. If she wants to hate her son or the ship's captain he paid a fortune to or the promises he made to her 
All of them are responsible for that part. The ship's captain, the person who sold the passage on the ship, the mother, the son, all of us are responsible. Then what begins to happen is we recognize that this is not the direction one is usually paying attention to. One is usually paying attention to the direction of survival. So I'll use a few metaphors in modern society. This morning I read several articles and listened to several uh, items on my computer, and they were from various areas, a large newspaper, a segment on a website that was sent to me, uh, a beautiful class a colleague offered. And what I noted in the different references was points of harmonics and points of argument. So one of the articles was very beautiful. However, it didn't allow for people of other faith traditions. It criticized them. So it was interesting, the aspects of a woman had found for herself of her traditions. That part was beautiful. And her criticism of people seeking aspects of other traditions working together, I felt she needed the translation point of that at times. And I said a prayer that if she needed that, I hoped she could find that. And so... So many times what we do when we go into our own tradition deeply is we find wonderful places in the language of our own culture, except for yours. And that place that we hit against is where her work is. So I breathe beside her, that young author, as she breathes consciously or unconsciously beside me. May her traditions and yours and mine and all of ours be part of the seed we are planting. Just as I ended yesterday, even if you see the day of judgment coming, plant a seed. Even if in her faith that is what she experiences, may she plant a seed. We can plant one beside her. We cannot do her homework for her, but beside her. May she do her homework beside us. Holy Family, that internal and lived direction. Then the quality of so much of what we hold historically tends to be one of argument. This is what happened. And we project well, someone will fix it. So when I looked at the idea of France and thought, if 2,000 cars were burned just in one day, just on Friday, I believe, let's say on Friday, 2,000 cars were burned, who's going to clean all that up? Who's, whose job is that to clean that up? And so I often will have people say, well, someone will fix it. Who's supposed to clean up? The World Trade Center the old museum ruins in Baghdad. Who's supposed to clean it up? You? Me? Yes. It's on our watch. We are responsible. And so anyone who lives 
in Paris right now is responsible to clean up the city. Any human being on the earth right now is responsible to help clean up the debris of Paris and Marseille and Lyon and the Mediterranean and to allow part of the breath and light and sound and creation of God through each of us to go to all who drowned, all who were saved, all who lied or tricked or helped at that yellow Mercedes in the bus lanes in Paris, illegally rented to a boy who isn't allowed to have a license. It's all of our responsibility. We are his family and the policeman's family and the men who or women who rented the vehicle and the ones who rode with him. <clears throat> and he is responsible for not following the laws. We have so many movies and books that think, oh, isn't it cool if I do this? I'm so bad. I am so cool. I don't have to do it. And then at a certain point, something in the law, an agreement rises up. I'm sorry, that's my coat. Please leave it on the hook. I need it. It's cold outside. We come out and think, my coat was stolen from the schoolroom. This happened to a family I know several years ago, and the mother contacted me and said, I bought this beautiful coat, and I can't believe someone stole it from the little hooks in the schoolroom. They didn't have the money really allocated to buy another one. So... Another coat was arranged for them, but the sorrow was that, that, that something of the Holy Family was stolen or tricked right in this little, you know, elementary school, like second or third grade classroom. It's just kind of heartbreaking when we hurt one another over and over and over until when it becomes a death, we go, oh my God, what have we done? What have we done? So every breath, we are responsible. And the entire human race functions as one holy family. And you are one cell of that, one dewdrop of that ocean of God, or one dewdrop of that ocean of the universe. So as you breathe and live and face north, and south, and east, and west, beside Nile's soul, beside his living mother, beside the drops in the fountain of Diana, and of the Parisi people's names for heaven before that, and of the church of Saint-Sulpice, and of the square of Saint-Sulpice, and of what we are to be after. There's a place where we come before the elements. We are of something before we were conceived. We enter into the cell and there is fire and air and earth and water. We are mammals. We are warmed by the sun and supported by the fire at the center of the earth that our planet allows us to live here in the atmosphere which our mother breathes 
And then we take our first breath and our last breath. And the waters, our bodies are over 90% water. And the earth, we are made of stardust and all the minerals of this earth body. And yet we are alive within it. But at some point, that body of the elements will fall away. So before we take such diligent care of this is my incarnation and that's his incarnation and I hate him and but I love her. That fighting, it's immature. It's not adequately responsible for us to live from that pettiness any longer. It is time for us to remember, oh, we come together, all of us, from something beyond that, yet into these forms, which we call human beings. How are you? How am I? How are we? Well, let's see. How should we care for these places? How should we learn from what has occurred to these various people in such deep trauma this last month? And I am only using two traumas. There are people in other parts of the world who might listen to this and say to me, why didn't you use something from my country? And I simply chose two stories that were very compelling in the news where I live. And because I have relatives who live in those areas so that I could feel it in the very cells of my body, the, the, the heartbreak present in the people who were lost, the people who survived. There was no comfort. And yet my day is very blessed at the same time. To me, this is the modern equation. Our lives have very many assignments. They're quite complex, our modern lives, and yet they're not that hard. There tends to be, for most people, adequate water, some food, some refuge of housing, some capacity to help others with such things. There tends to be an adequate inner spaciousness allowing us to study the philosophy of who we are, no matter where we are in the world. And so we have a global classroom now, a civilization. How shall we author this together? Out of fusion, all of us, so that who you are and who I am notes in respect, recognition. Oh, you whose real name is beyond anything one could know, and I, who am of that also, here we are. How shall that great one enact grace through us? That we resolve into a respectful rule of law, the next steps of how to form that language of human civilization gracefully, gratefully, respectfully, lovingly, 
for the sake of it everywhere and always.